This is the MDRT Podcast. It may not seem valuable to involve your client's children in your process until you realize that more than 90% of those people reportedly leave their parents' advisor. During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters, Jim Silbernagel, Kewask, Wisconsin, explained why it is crucial to include this important part of the family, who could be future clients themselves. He also shared a personal story about his son that reinforced the need for advisors to think about their clients' next generations. I hear a lot of people that I think miss the boat when they say, well, I don't work with the kids because they don't have enough money. I just go where the money is. I just go elephant hunting and the heck with everything else. Well, I didn't work this hard just to have everything walk out the door. So I make it a mandatory part of a process now where I have the kids in. I say at some point in time, we're going to figure out the right timing and everything else. Your kids are my ground troops. I got to let them know where the signposts are and they got to let me know when you get there. There's a lot of things that could happen, and if the kids are going to be in the role of helping mom and dad, I mean, to go into a stressful situation not knowing what is expected of you or what the options are is a pretty scary thing for families. So I tell them, bring your kids in, we're going to do a family meeting, and we'll decide, are we going to tell them right down to the nitty-gritty, or is it going to be a 32,000-foot overview? So they bring all the kids in, and guess what happens? The kids will come in. You know, Now, the ones that will come in, they self-screen. The ones that are embarrassed because they got $30,000 of credit card debt and they're upside down on everything and can't save a nickel, they're not going to waste your time. They're not going to come in because they don't want to lay out their dirty laundry. The kids that are responsible come in, and they're worth working with. Now, the thing is, when the parents leave their inheritance to those kids, they're all worth working with, and I'm the only guy that ever took time to sit down with them. And then when I work with those kids, guess what? They're usually married, and the spouse has parents that they're really concerned about, and it's just like this never-ending W all the way along. So I really don't have to do a lot of prospecting because they come to me, but that estate planning was a huge thing because everybody's dragging their friends and everybody else to me because I took the time to do something that I don't even get paid for, and it was right out of the gate. Now, I'm an empty nester. We started early, but a lot of the people that I'm meeting that are my age, they have kids in college now, right? So one of my questions is, did you make sure, do your kids have financial and healthcare powers of attorney. So they're like, what are you talking about? So, well, let me just tell you a story. We said, we had a client, their kid was going to school in Colorado, and I'm in Wisconsin, and the kid was in a car accident. So the friend that was with him called the parents that I thought you should know, you know, your son and I were in a car accident together, and they're taking him to the hospital. What hospital? I don't know. Okay, so now they figured out where the accident was. It was one of two hospitals. Start calling the hospital. Hey, is my son there? Okay, and we can't tell you. Okay, they got this 18, 19 year old just moved out of the house. Imagine being a mom, you just lost your baby. Now you find out your baby might be dead, might be in a coma, might be just fine, but you don't know and they're a thousand miles away and you don't even know where they are. Okay, it's one of the scariest things that could happen. So as a result of that, that's a question that I ask a lot of people. I had one client that I asked this question of And they said, well, our son is going to South Africa as an exchange student in a couple weeks. Do you think they should have it? I said, absolutely. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Well, we're so busy, I'm not sure we can get him in. I said, I don't know what your list of priorities is, but this is the first thing you do. Before you pack his clothes, you get him in the office. We'll have the attorney, draft powers of attorney, healthcare and financial. Kid got sick over there, okay? They would not have been able to bring him back if it weren't for this document. Now, every time this person runs into me, he brings everybody over. You got to talk to this guy. He saved our family. Now, do I get paid for doing that? 
Absolutely not. Not monetarily. But the emotional payback on something like that, knowing you've touched a family, and it's touched my own family. My son fell off a balcony. He was with a slumlord in Milwaukee. All these students that go to UW-Milwaukee, they had a railing that was attached with screws to sheet metal. He leaned on it. It collapsed on him. Fortunately, there was a garbage can of recyclables that helped break his fall, but he hit his head. Okay, And when this happened, it was on a holiday weekend. I was just untying my boat to go out fishing in Lake Michigan, and I get a text from my oldest son saying, hey, Warren hit his head. We're taking him to the hospital. I'm thinking he tripped, and he's getting a couple stitches. Didn't realize how bad it was, so I text back my son. I said, yeah, just let me know what's happening, and I proceed to get ready to go out fishing. I didn't think anything of it because there was no alarm in this text. It was just a matter of fact. So then I get a text back a little bit later. They're putting him in intensive care. So I'm like, what? Well, now I find out they took him by ambulance because he was unconscious, and he was unconscious for over a week. We rushed to the hospital. They would not give us his cell phone. They would not give us his wallet or anything else. We were powerless. Now, I had financial and health care powers of attorney for each of my kids on their 18th birthday. So fortunately, we had that stuff. So the next day when the office opened up, you know, doctors aren't telling us much. We can't access any of that information. We had him fax those things. Now we could call his employer and say he's not going to be at work, and we could take care of looking at what his issues were and get a fair assessment of what was going on and how they were treating him. But as a parent, to be that powerless, I mean, I was just powerless for about 12 hours, okay? And it's only because I didn't think to bring the documents along. You know, and now with technology, you can have the documents anytime. So it's uh, something everybody should be considering. So when you ask those questions, you know, you're going to get an answer that's going to engage them on an emotional level. And now you can have a conversation and develop that into a long lasting client relationship and friendship. That brings us to the end of this month's episode. If you want to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.